0: Everybody prepare your jazz hands. Here it comes. There it was. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the 100th episode of the Gleeful Podcast. I am Josh.
1: I'm Jen.
0: I'm Ed. And welcome to the 100th episode. You can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com. That is Jennifer clinking our champagne glasses. Uh, you can find us online at GleefulPodcast.com On Twitter at GleefulPodcast I'm at Josh Brunel She's at Jenny B Creative. He's at Edward Giordano We started off here with the song that started it all Don't stop believing Well, isn't
2: the song that technically started it all um, That song from Lamez?
0: Oh, you mean the very first song in the very first episode? Yeah, isn't, my own? The, isn't
2: the song that technically started it all
0: Arguably, that was the first song yes. ever performed on the show. I'll give you that. Oh, no, it wasn't. No,
2: it wasn't. Because someone, her, she wasn't the first auditioner. It must have been either Mr. Cell of Fame or, or uh, Mercedes
0: Respect. Well, I think Maybe. the first episode, the first song performed depends on which version. Because in the original version of the show, of, in the director's cut, I think the first song is when that kid performs Where Is Love for Sandy Ryerson. Oh, that is you are correct. You are correct. Wow. Oh, my God. oh, actually, that, no, no, no. They do. Um, they Damn. do the the Casey and the Sunshine band song. Will it, it starts off in the flashback no, where no, Will's in high no, school? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it starts off in a flashback. No, they do where that Will's after like they've done auditions. I swear. Okay, that must be in the director's cut then, where they do that. Anyway, welcome to the 100 episodes. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, we got some tweets. We got some topics. Uh, to discuss having to do with that type of thing. And, uh, then we have, um, uh, and then we, then we have some voicemails, some wonderful voicemails from the listeners that we will take a listen to. If this is your first episode listening to the show, um, that's kind of hilarious, actually. (laughs) Uh, Welcome. <laughs> I used to listen to Delta Park Project. I was, like, obsessed with Delta Park Project oh, yeah, for a while. Right. The first episode I listened to was episode 100, and so the whole thing was just 90 minutes of voicemails of people telling them how great they were, and I was like, I don't get it. This doesn't <laughs> make sense at all.
1: Yeah, you were you were obsessed with them.
0: For Yeah, well, they were the first podcast that really did what we do, that I heard, where it was just like, we're just going to talk about... You Stuff know, something we like. that we really like. Yeah. And there's going to be voicemails from the listeners. And, you know, that was kind of the first time I went, hey, we should totally do a podcast. Back before we even did Idle Review. Uh, I Heart know.
1: Yeah. I think they were kind of your inspiration.
0: Ed, what was the first podcast you ever listened to?
2: Um, it was a uh, Final Fantasy podcast, I believe. Limit Brick Radio. Which I ended up working for them way later after that. Wow.
1: And oh. then you did your own Final Fantasy, right?
2: Yeah, I did I did I did a short lived uh, show for okay. thirteen episodes. I planned on it being bigger, but I I fell out of love with it and a lot of people quit the game. I I don't I'm <laughs> shocked to find out that the servers are still running, to be
0: honest. Even though there's a new Final Fantasy MMORPG that's yeah, considered I know that's one the, of the you, biggest flops you, of all time.
2: It's not okay, that is not true. There's John Carter
0: no I mean of Sh- of MMORPGs it's considered no I mean there's, there. no,
2: there's lots of bad
0: MMOs <laughs> <laughs> like I I, like, it, I mean
2: initial sales were good and for the first year was free to play so people played <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I, mean, I haven't given up faith on it just yet because they're, they're they're like revamping it so um, the, the ship ha- in my opinion hasn't entirely sailed just mostly
0: but so, yes, you got started with your, um, with your Final Fantasy podcast. Is that the first podcast that you No, did? my
2: first podcast I ever did, like, ever, was Rockstar Supernova. <laughs> wow. That was the first podcast I did. And I was like, I love Rockstar Supernova. Well, I, it really came from I love Rockstar in excess. I was like, well, I should, I should do it. Like, I have opinions, don't I? Wait, and... so
0: how many episodes of a podcast did you do about Rockstar Supernova?
2: Um I ended up on that podcast, mm, I want to say like not even 30.
0: Still wow. that's pretty that's impressive lot, considering
1: well how many episodes ran in the season. Yeah, I think
0: that's more episodes than there, there was, were of Rockstar Supernova. I was, I know, there
2: was about 28 episodes of Rockstar. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't too crazy off and then the Isla podcast, I believe it was it had to be it had to be over 100. Of the Idol one I did because I did season six, I did season seven, I did season eight, and I started season nine, but then, then I stopped <laughs> mid season. <laughs> well, not even mid season. I stopped after a top twelve
0: week because I was so angry. <laughs> I think we started Idol in season five or six. Four. four. Oh, four? no no no. You're... We started watching in season four. We
1: started watching season yes. You're right. Yeah. Season I didn't start, five. I didn't
2: then. start listening to you till season six. So if oh, you good. did season five, I didn't watch. I didn't listen to you in season yeah. five. Yeah, that was the first
1: one. you know what? You probably didn't miss much. It was Blake Lewis. It was... Blake
0: Lewis. I think was the first. That season was season that we six. Did. That was season six. I
2: was, I was there. I was there for no? then. I was we like, did. I was listening to these guys and being like, uh, they're, they're pretty cool, I guess. Did we do the year before that? Yeah,
1: we did the year before that. Wasn't that? Um, wasn't that? Um, Taylor was, and Catherine Shay. did you Taylor yeah. and Catherine
0: because I don't recall you doing. We that. watched Taylor and Catherine, but I don't think we it, did a did podcast. Did you do Taylor and Catherine? Wow. I think we did. So many memories. I want
1: to say, because, yeah, I want to say we started it the year after um, we watched the first season.
2: It's, it's so funny that you bring this up, because just two nights ago or last night, I was listening to a podcast um, from season eight. Just like a random one that was, that was on my iPod. I, like, I recently rediscovered my iPod. I was like, oh, I have this mobile <laughs> wow. listening device. I could listen mobily.
3: <laughs> OMG,
2: OMG! So then, I, so I started uh, listening to to an old podcast that I recorded with Meg, uh, in season eight of Idol. I was like, I was like, I was like trying to remember all the people because before, like, like when I was like really young, not even just like. <laughs> Five years ago, I could I could name every single person pretty much from the semifinals all the way to first place of every season single season, and I was like trying to remember like season eight. God of like uh uh there was like Mike Sarver and Megan Joy and um who was that other guy and
0: Noop a uh, little round noob Desai wow he had a really bad music video a couple like a year ago
2: yeah so it's 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 funny how i i've lost i i've lost a little bit of my passion for idol but but it's it it, it it ebbs and flows like right now i'm in i'm i'm in, i'm into idol right now so there you go
0: well uh, speaking of rockstar supernova um i still follow storm large very closely on twitter and so, other places you know, she just released I, a book
1: and other places like the street
0: well, like, they do press about her because she did her big play. She did a memoir play that was, like, uh, a monologue about her life interlaced with songs that she wrote um, that go into the play. So you can actually find uh, – there, there's a song on YouTube, a music video she did called Eight Miles Wide, which is hilarious. Just, you know, you might not, you listen to it with your headphones on. Let's put it like that. Uh, but it's a great song that she recorded for that, and then she just turned that into a novel a uh, memoir. So yes, I have been following uh, Storm Large. I
2: believe Ladylike was like one of the first ten songs I ever purchased on iTunes. Wow. <laughs> I loved I love Large. She was my Jorda's Unga of season two. <laughs> I have
1: no idea what that means. <laughs> you remember Jordas Unga? Jorda, Oh. Was she, she was... the one with the, the eyelashes? I don't know,
0: know about dra- I, She dreadlocks. had like dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah. And she um But she's
2: uh, on she's on the voice this season. She is? Really? Yeah, she, She's in the final 16 on The Voice.
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh, well, there you go. Well, um, uh, so that's kind of how we how this all started, this podcasting thing. Um, let's take a listen. Uh, we got some incredibly nice voicemails from people talking about the 100th episode. Um, here's a couple of the, the classics. Here's, of course, uh, Typo from Canada. Hey, y'all, it's Typo.
4: congrats on 100 episodes. I don't have a favorite lethal quote because there are too many to choose from. What I do have is a clear memory of the first time I heard the podcast and realized there was an entire legion of people out there like me, people who love musicals and geeky things and Glee in general. Mm-hmm. After listening to several back episodes and hearing Josh list off everyone's Twitter names time and again, I was inspired after years of being anti-Twit finally get a Twitter account.
1: <laughs> it's your fault.
4: <laughs> and there are you other than Gleeks and Gleeful fans who made so many of my days since then so much happier. So it's kind of cheesy, but it's also true. So thank you, Gleeful, for being kind of cool. Well,
1: Twitter and podcast cool anyway. <laughs> <Out. laughs> thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> yes, it's Josh's fault I'm on Twitter too. Uh, which is, I was like the
0: last person to join Twitter, <laughs> too. <laughs> I think I joined, but then I didn't get active for a while. Yeah. But it was actually a listener. We'd had the show on for a while, and then a listener was like, you guys should be on Twitter, and it was fine. Like, okay. <laughs>
1: it's what you have to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's uh, here's Michael.
4: Uh, congratulations on 100 episodes, guys. It's uh, Michael. Um, and the show is definitely in my legal house. So I guess that's my uh-huh. quote slash.
0: Stealing Josh's line. All right. Goodbye <laughs> and congrats. Aww, uh, uh, Let's see. We have, um, oh, we have Sarah and Caitlin.
3: Cash, Jen, and Ed, it's your 100th episode. This is Sarah and Caitlin. So to celebrate, we have our top 10 things we love about your podcast. 10, how I look around when sirens go off and I'm driving. 9, <laughs> but now whenever I read Zachary Levi's name, my mind always reads it as Really, my. Eight, how even if we get off topic, it's still more entertaining than any other Glee podcast. Aww. Seven, the chat room conversations and leaving voicemails. Six, how you guys seem to care more about these characters than the writers at times. <laughs> Five, how I try to incorporate Ed's lines and catchphrases into my everyday life. Still working on if they would be making it, they be selling it. <laughs> Four, whenever Jen gets annoyed at Josh and rolls her eyes, which is practically all the time. Three, Learning life lessons, such as Jeff teaching us what not to do with Harry Potter fans. <laughs> Two, add series that should be canon, such as Quintervention. mentioned. And one, the three of you being generally awesome as well as super nice for giving us this podcast. Congratulations,
1: and here's to hundred more. Bye.
0: Oh, thank Aww. you very
1: much. <laughs> Seriously, guys. I'm the people tweeted. To blush. <laughs>
0: People tweeted today, um, their favorite Gleeful moment was when, I, was when I said, don't fuck with Harry Potter fans. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true for new listeners of the show. when the, um, There was a time when like everyone and their cousin was claiming that they were going to be on Glee. And it was like big stars and little stars. and It was like every time you'd click through on a link, it would be like, oh, this guy's going to be a new character on Glee. And so when Darren Chris came up and everybody was like, Darren Chris, and everywhere people were like, Darren Chris, Darren Chris. I had no idea who this was. And I really was like, This is just a guy who is launching a campaign to get himself on the show. And he's gonna do this by telling everyone that he's on glee, and eventually, like it's gonna get picked up the story. Because like you can do that on the internet now. You could just tell enough people you're gonna be on glee and, and folks will just start to believe it. And um, then uh, of course, I uh, I made this comment, and the Harry Potter fans, which I did not know, the Harry Potter constituent that followed Darren Chris, uh, sure <laughs> enough, the Harry Potter fans rose up and taught me a very strong lesson about being careful what I say on the internet, uh, and and, um, and of course, and Darren Chris did come around, and and so did I. So oh know.
1: yeah, actually, I think that should be your next T-shirt. Don't F with Harry Potter fans. (laughs) That would be good, actually.
0: Uh, Is is the name Harry Potter
2: itself trademarked?
1: Uh, I'm I'm
0: sure it is. I'm absolutely positive. But, yeah, I mean, people make T-shirts like that all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, you could just, like, don't F with
2: Potter fans. There you go. It's (laughs) enough.
0: It's enough. It's 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 enough. We do have t-shirts on the website, too. If I sell one more, then we break even. What up? Exciting. I thought you said that, like, last time. didn't?
2: I saw, like, a sale certificate lately.
0: Uh, We sold one, but I think... I don't know. I have to check. Maybe we're good. Maybe we finally broke even. I'll have to double-check my numbers. You're right. You could totally right uh yeah and typo said in the chat room you messed with star kids and felt their wrath i did
1: <laughs> uh, and i don't think star kids is trademarked so you can Star get kids a, is not trademarked. you can get away with That's that one correct.
0: uh and here we have uh, tiffany from memphis hey josh jen and ed this is tiffany from memphis
4: congrats on your 100th show it's too bad we don't have a new episode of glee to talk about tonight I've been listening to this podcast since last summer, right before the start of Season 3, but I did go back and listen to all of the old back episodes. I did it all in about three weeks. It's really great that you guys are able to foster, like, a critical discussion about a show like Glee, even when there's nothing new to talk about. I know the third season has been a disappointment so far, but I really do hope that you guys continue to watch and to talk and to share your opinions so that we, as listeners, can watch and participate in the discussion. I agree with you more often than not, except for with Josh and some of the music. I appreciate all of the hard work you put into every episode and the opportunity to get completely lit whenever I play the drinking game. Congrats on the (laughs) 100, and I look forward to 100 more. Bye.
0: Well, thank you, everybody, for uh, for weighing in. Um, I don't know what you're saying. I think everyone agrees with me, right? Isn't that what happens? Everyone? No. There was, like, for a while, there was an in-ed-we-trust trend, which was gonna catch on <laughs> <laughs> um but i thought we would uh i thought maybe we'd listen to a couple songs from the series if anybody wants to pick a song that is essential from glee that they will take from glee um hmm. that they really want to hear you can throw that out at any point uh, and i'm sure you have a dozen that that are just like essential glee listening but- um i'm trying to think of something that's fun but the only,
2: there's two songs that come up in my head, and you're I don't know. Well, one of them was is, is kind of is kind of whatever you, you would expect. This one, <laughs> but but the, uh, the other one is a bit is a bit uh, off the wall. I actually want to hear "Hair Crazy in Love."
0: Wow, interesting. Interesting. Uh, this is from the first mashup episode, right? I don't remember, but it was no hairography. Oh, this is from hairography, hairography right? Yeah. This is from hairography. Um, first season. Uh, well, here, let's give a listen. Here's a, a mashup, hair, crazy, and love on the Gleeful Podcast.
3: Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. I look and so deep in your eyes. I touch on you more and more every time. When you leave, I'm begging you not to go. Call your name two, three times in a row.
2: Like, I think this okay. My my set, my other choice was pretty unpretty, which a lot of people s- suggested. But what what I like about this one, it was just like so fun and so simple. Like it was like it's like vintage glee. It's like it's like a deep B side you'll never listen to again.
0: I I agree I with the song. second part, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> Jennifer.
1: No, I thought oh, I thought that was a great great song. You know, <laughs> I love that one. I I
0: just I feel like they have no business being together. Like I don't think thematically, hair. Oh, oh, you mean oh, Pretty and Pretty? Oh,
1: Pretty and Pretty. Yeah. Oh, Pretty Unpretty
0: Pretty is amazing. Yeah, that's abs- That's one of the top five songs they've ever done on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, but this one. But this one was just fun. I mean, it it doesn't flow as as well as some of the other mashups, but it's still fun. But it's not as bad
2: as some of the other ones either. So yeah,
1: yeah. They definitely they definitely forced a few others that were a little harder. Like, um, although I really liked like Singing in the Rain and Umbrella. Like, I thought that was I thought that was a fun. Mashup.
0: Yeah, as far as, as far as the mashups go? Yeah. Yeah, mashups are such a hit and miss thing on this show. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes they're good. I would say for me, like, 75% of the time, I'd just rather hear them do one song or the other. But mm-hmm. the show really likes mashups. I, yeah. I've never quite figured out. Do you think, yeah. like, Jennifer, do you think that it's because it it is, you know, um, creating something new? Like, rather than just doing a cover, it allows them to create something new? Or... I mean, there's kind of a history of mashups in a cappella music and in, gos- or in uh, glee clubs. So maybe it has something to that. I don't know. How do you feel? Why do you think they do so many of them?
1: Well, I I think part of it is to, yes, to create something new and to pre- present a song more than just, you know, the the radio-ready hit that we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of it is is also the, trying to fit as much into um, supporting the theme of an episode as possible. So I think, I think it's a combination of that. And, 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 and maybe, you know, there are Glee Club fans and acapella fans that actually know that this is sort of a thing that they do. So it's sort of like <laughs> a little inside pat, like, listen, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not going to follow this exactly as it is in real life, but, you know, we'll, we'll give you a little nod here.
3: <laughs>
2: I feel like true. logistically... I mean that's true too but I feel like logistically they just do it sometimes just be like look we can be original without putting that much effort. Yeah. Like yeah. I think I think that sometimes is the is the case and, maybe many times. And I mean it's not
1: like they've shied away from songs that are maybe too old or maybe too obscure because they've actually you know pulled out some songs when I'm like wow this is really kind of out there and I'm surprised it would do that for a more mainstream audience. So maybe it's a way of also blending the old with the new and, and you know, so that it's not just all old stuff where people scratching yeah. their heads.
0: Yeah, it, it does allow, you know, something like Crazy in Love and Hair. Like, mm-hmm. you're definitely crossing mm-hmm. uh, age ranges there. I mean, I, I I do think there's also a way, and something like Crazy in Love and Hair, like most recently with um, Moose Like Jagger, mm-hmm. um, where you, they were able to do the song moves like Jagger, which everybody's been doing, um, in various different ways, Pentatonix did amazing. I even
2: I even heard it at like uh, MGM. The, the, <laughs> the band was doing it. I exactly. was like, Whoa.
0: Um, but it allowed them to do it and then say like, but we weren't just doing it like everyone else. We were adding a twist to it, yeah. you know, because if they just do it straight, I think that you know uh-huh. they're worried people are gonna give them crap. I don't know. It's it's an interesting um,
1: probably all of the above.
0: Interesting debate, Ed. You said you were in uh, Disney World and you actually did the American Idol experience.
2: Yes, uh, you mean I, 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 I failed. <laughs> at the,
1: well, you tried. Yeah, you auditioned for the American Seriously, Idol experience. I, I know that's not an easy thing to do.
0: I had to audition twice to get in. So. Oh well,
2: I, I, well, the plan was to go back two days later, but the person who was going to get us in because we got in for free because we're, because uh, my my roommate used to work there, so we we have connections. Cool. <laughs> nice and. And then that, that day, that person was going to let us in. Uh, his wife had to go to the hospital, so we couldn't. We oh. But that's okay. It was, it was still a fun day.
0: Uh, that, so what did you uh what did so when you do the American Idol experience at Disney World you go the first audition you go in this little tiny room and there's yep. a person sitting by themselves with a computer and you have to sing one of the songs from this list they give you like a Oh no no of no they, no you don't no the first one is just a cappella whatever Oh really the first one was just a cappella whatever Oh that's right and then yeah. the next one you have to sing from the list I I had my
2: my list songs were ready close. I was I was like oh I've been doing in love with the girl like a bazillion times <laughs> on sing star I'm ready for this <laughs>
0: So what was your uh, first okay. audition? The first, was the first audition song was ah, ah,
2: my Adida, Adida, my Adida, <laughs> Adida told me, <laughs> don't do it. I was like, no, they'll appreciate my originality. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I did super bass. Super
1: and
0: bass?
2: Super bass by Nicki Minaj. Wow. Oh, okay. And 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 sh- the the girl the girl who was judging me said I had that of all the people that she's ever heard sing that song I that that I had the best diction of them all <laughs> and and that and that uh that was very fun and <laughs> it was. And, it, and I made her smile. And it's then, so awkward,
0: <laughs> isn't it? You're in a little tiny white room with I one know, other person. I know. I It's so awkward. <laughs> I, I, I oh, the Idol review isn't up anymore. You can find. We did a whole episode about when I did the American
2: Yeah, I, Idol I listened experience. to that. I listened to yours. But so, so I was gonna go back a second time. I was gonna do E.T., but I, I was like ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm practicing like in the car on the on like on the drive. Like I am ready to do E.T. and blow it out of the park. But it, it never happened.
3: Wow. <laughs> so well, good for
1: you for trying. I, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, it was exciting. It was just a kind of exciting, just like I, just being there. I felt so mad at myself because I wanted to like ask, like ask, like after I heard the no, which I was expecting. I wasn't like. I wasn't like delusional, or, Aww. but I but I don't was sell I was yourself hoping.
0: Short. Wait, don't
2: sell yourself short. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm. Not, I'm not. I'm. That I don't mean. I. Mm, this is. I don't think the American Idol experience is the type of venue for me. I feel like I'm more X Factor material. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's the way I'm putting it. That's the way to put it. Uh, so, a little bit more showmanship and less less concern on vocal quality. Hundred percent of the time, and I I wanted to ask like so what can I improve on? But I I don't know. I just like laughed I was like yeah. ah. I, <laughs> that's why I had to go back. But uh, I'm gonna go back eventually, eventually, and that's gonna be the first question. That's and now scary. now now I know for the real ideologicians to avoid
0: superbase, despite my pleasant diction.
3: <laughs> so so
0: the chat room is saying, uh, Tiff Langston uh and happy cookie 18 say they will buy t-shirts if you will sing a few lines of super vase
2: i'll i'll do the 30 second audition piece all over again if you want me to all
0: right go, go. for it okay <clears throat> <laughs> I, had
2: to, I had to think with the words for a second this one for the boys with the booming system top down ac with the cooling system they'd be up in the club like they're blazing up sacks on deck like is saving up i mean he ill he real he might got a deal he pop bottles got the rock kind of bills cool he broke he might sell coca-cola he's always in air but never fly come. okay and then <laughs> uh, that, I, I that was not even my, that wasn't even my best god that i sound i sound i found like i'm sick but i would i, I would rather impress you with et i'd rather impress you with
0: et oh you want to do et now Yeah, I'd rather impress you with E.T. All right, you can. Okay, give us your 30 seconds of E.T.
2: Okay, I practiced enough. Hopefully I'll do well. You're so supersonic. Could you be the devil? Could you be an angel? Your touch is cosmic. Every move is magic. You're from a whole another world a different dimension you open my eyes i'm ready to go lead me to the light kiss me K-k- kiss me i want to be a victim ready for abduction take me to
0: take me want to be a man
1: Go, well, hey. I'm gonna I'm going
0: to pull that out of the episode, and I'm going to put a backbeat over it. That's what we're going to do. For just, like, oh, I, hope,
2: I hope it wasn't tragic, because I'm a, I'm a little under the weather, but it's okay.
0: Even hey, if it was. I'm, I, you no, know what? You sounded great. It takes balls. Somebody says, sing a song, and you're like, okay, that takes balls. 100% <laughs> of the time. That's always so, a week. So what you're
2: saying is, yes, it was tragedy, but that's okay.
0: No, no, I'm just saying, hey, whatever the opinion is, that you know, the fact is, is you actually threw down on the podcast. I think that's great. I mean, you're already cutting yourself down. That's all I'm saying. You're already cutting I'm yourself just, down. I'm not, I'm, not, do I'm not cutting myself down. I just, I just, I'm just, just not, prefer, I don't know. I'm, I'm,
2: not making, I'm not making excuses. God, I'm turning the least test tone all over again. Ah, I'm not making like, blah, 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 blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. But there are no excuses. That's, awesome. that's, that's, that's just me. Awesome. That's, actually, I think um, E.T. would be a fun song to hear on Glee. I just think it has like a cool kind of you know, like, intense vibe to it. Every
1: other
2: Katy Perry song, so I like. I don't count.
1: It. I like the sound of it. I just like. I if I listen too closely to the lyrics, I just crack up laughing. I just can't help it. Take me, <laughs> come on, <laughs> like she's take
0: me. It's pretty goofy. No doubt. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's. <laughs>
1: it's pretty ridiculous, but it is a very infectious song. I love the sound of it. And you can't I mean, love or hate her, her music is fun.
0: It's pretty catchy.
2: Well, it's it, what's Ow. what's really good about Katy Perry is she's very like like she has like she easily could have the feel of a one hit wonder, but she's so consistent that it's like like it's like this crazy, like Ear candy thing Like you're like How Like how are you turning out these hits Dr. Luke That's the reason But
1: <laughs> Yeah she's committed but, To her pop
0: Oh yeah And to her but crew
2: it's, it's It's legitimacy
0: So um, So I don't know if anybody Watched How I Met Your Mother This week uh, Ed, did you watch How I Met Your Mother and this no, week? No, but I received
2: like a bazillion tweets about it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Dang, okay. I, it, I, I tried looking up like a clip, but I didn't like. I, I didn't get it exactly. In How
0: I Met uh. Your Mother this week, Barney is currently dating a girl named Quinn, and she's a stripper. And he told Ted not to tell anybody, and Ted of course told everybody. And then they decided that they didn't like Quinn, and they staged a Quinn intervention. I swear to God, they put up a sign on the wall that said. Quintervention oh, yeah. and they said it several times um, I got a bunch of messages on it too If you're not watching How I Met Your Mother, it's the best show on television Don't let anybody tell you otherwise Not, not true, Parks and Recreations <laughs> Okay, this season, Aww. I'll give you that <laughs> For the last season or two, that's actually true But How I Met Your Mother is my favorite show on TV and so it's I, I just adore it, but it was pretty hilarious that they came up with Quintervention on the episode Oh yeah um, now we got. that
2: some TV producers listen to us as long. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean,
2: I'll take what I can get. Right?
0: <clears throat> hey man, I I've written so many spec scripts for How I Met Your Mother. I would I would work on that in a second. So we had a. Uh, I asked on Twitter if people had suggestions for the episode, um, and somebody had said uh, favorite characters, and we've actually discussed this before what our favorite characters on the show are. But I'm curious. Um, If our favorite characters have changed Or how we feel about them now You know, personally The last time we had this conversation My favorite character was Finn And I still really Connect with Finn as a character I identify with him in a lot of ways Because I was the captain of the the football team And incredibly popular No um, but you were? But I, I find this <laughs> very hard to believe, yeah. but I,
2: I will nod my head and be like, yes. I yes. am
0: shocked that a huge theater dork who was the president of the Country Line Dancing Music Club was not an incredibly popular guy. Um, <laughs> oh,
2: like, okay, Shannon McGrain, yes, you only hit, missed one note.
0: It's okay. Yes, <laughs> of course, we believe you. Uh, but so, you know, like, so for me, like with Finn, who's been my favorite character all along, he's gone through a lot of crap. And it's kind of interesting. It's harder for me to call him my favorite character. It's harder for me to identify him with, with, identify with him at the moment, because he's been through so much stuff. And and it's interesting that we are, you know, as the show develops, he will continue to become more complicated and continue to be harder to identify with. That's just kind of how these things work. Um, but I still, you know, put up against the wall. He's still the character that kind of keeps me coming back. He is. He's kind of my in to the storyline. And I know in the past, Ed, I think you had said that Sue was probably your favorite character on the show, and Sue hasn't been very busy lately, so I'm kind of curious, like, how do you feel about Sue now, and do you have a new favorite character on the show, or a new person that you're most identified with?
2: Um, Most identify with? Uh, Well, okay, I I think those are two different questions on on some level, but maybe not, maybe not. Um. I don't... I mean, Sue is obviously been knocked out of my first spot, but someone like Sue can't be... The way her character is, she can't be written and have character growth, and the the writers are constantly in this battle. They're like, well, we, we want her to do... We want her to perform this function in the script, but we want her to also grow as a character. And it's just, like, not happening. Like, either way. Now... Uh, probably, I mean, probably my favorite character is probably Santana, probably, and and I probably, I I mean, I could feel I could feel a little bit from most characters in various ways, but someone I have a tendency to agree with relatively often is probably Tina.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think like in the broad scheme of when we look back at these seasons. Uh, I think we'll look back and say, like, season one was Rachel's season, season two was really Kurt's season, and this has really been Santana's season, if I had to pick, you know, one person who seems to be a linchpin throughout the episodes, Um, but Jennifer, you know, has your opinion of characters changed? Is there a character that you used to really identify with that you're not with anymore? Not so much?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I really can't say that there's a character I identify, I mean, I I identify with elements of you know different different aspects of the different characters mm-hmm. but um none that i feel like yeah that was totally me in high school um i mean <laughs> i mean well i mean not the not the drive and not the talent but i mean maybe rachel like kind of you know not not on the lowest rung of the <laughs> the the high school ladder but you know somewhere in the middle you know everybody knows her but you know everybody friendly but i don't know it's kind of weird it's 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 harder for me um to you know say i really identify with any of them but um as far as favorite it's i don't know that i've ever really had a favorite i mean there's definitely some that I can uh, sympathize with more, hmm. you know. I mean, there are definitely aspects of, you know, uh, Quinn's story arcs that I really liked and, and sympathize with. Uh, Brittany, um, Finn. I've been a, I've been a, you know, a, a fan of Finn, and I've I've stood up for him. A
0: finimator. A Finn. A Finn. Finster. A Finn. <laughs>
1: fan of Finn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a fan. I would not even call him a faniac. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, the show has changed so much. And, I mean, Tina has been the most consistent when you, when you think That's about.
0: Like, but she's, just so little happened.
1: Because she's just so freaking happy every time she gets a line. She's like, yeah. look, I'm talking. I'm smiling. I mean, she, she has no agenda. Yeah. She's just, you know, I mean, she did a little bit around Mike's abs. But um, <laughs> I don't know. This is a really, really hard one for me. But a, I like a lot of the different characters that they brought in. Like, I loved Jesse and I, and I really liked, you know, um, Shelby and, you know, yeah, some other, you know, like, these are the people that I'm like, OK, I'd like to see more of them.
0: Interesting. Well, do you have a, uh, a song selection you'd like to play?
1: Um, just because this is one that when it happened, I just remember like my, my jaw just sort of opening. But um, when Jesse and Rachel sang Rolling in the Deep.
0: Okay, well let's take a listen to that uh, This is um, Rolling in the Deep As performed by Rachel Berry and Jonathan Groff uh, Here on the Gleeful Podcast
3: Reaching a fever pitch And it's bringing me half the dark The scars of your love remind me of us They keep me thinking that we almost had it all The scars of your love, they leave me breathless I can't help feeling We could have had it all Rolling in the deep You had my heart To
0: the Baby So here's a question And this came up on Twitter And uh, I'm just going to throw it out to you guys Um, Why are we still watching Glee? Like why are you still watching Glee? Because I feel like The honeymoon is over With Glee You know That first season glow Where everything they did was magic Even when it was lame, Akafellas And I I feel like that time is past, and then the hard times were past. You know that kind of like I love you, but you don't love me back. Season two, you know, hmm. and now we're just into this kind of like. There's days where I feel if I didn't have a podcast, would I still be watching Lee? And quite frankly, there are days where I would. I certainly wouldn't be watching it as diligently. Certainly, we w- wouldn't be watching it twice. Um, but. What is it that keeps us coming back to this show again and again and again? uh, You know, for better or worse? Because there are definitely weeks where we just get on this microphone and say, I have no idea what we're still doing here. Um, Why do we still watch Glee? You know, Ed, what do you think? What is it about this show that that has kept you uh, paying attention all this time?
2: Well, there's been some moments. That if it wasn't for this podcast, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do like it when I, when I when I spend the time to find something like I find it relatively easily. So there's a, there's a lot of things to like. It just it's just it's it's more like frustrating. It's like I love I love you and I want I want to tell the world about you, but maybe maybe it's sometimes best to keep you quiet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Jennifer.
1: Dirty little secret, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, it's still the promise of an amazing payoff. Like, these- uh, like
2: sectionals and sectionals and regionals are so good that you're like, I like it doesn't matter what shit you're gonna put me through. We need to get that build up. We need to get that. We need to get that tension, and then it needs to be awesome. And then when it <laughs> when it doesn't deliver, then I get angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. Like those shows you know those episodes I'm always pay off I'm gonna mm-hmm. or at least get 95% of the way there and it's all great and there's still like you know there there are still great great moments I think it was season 2 when, when Quinn actually had the baby right was season 1 that was season 1 yeah
0: season 1 finale
1: that was the season 1 finale okay um, <clears throat> but yeah it's just I think it's just the, the promise it's just you know the start of Glee was so incredible just just this crazy mix of ideas that, you know, maybe shouldn't have worked, but just did. And it was, it was magic and it was wonderful and kind of, you know, fell in love with the characters and had this soft spot, you know, in my heart for them. And it's just like, I just want to see, it's still the promise of how great the season one was. And, you know, there's, there's several shows on TV that, you know, we've talked about that the only reason we stuck it out was because of, you know the the, the promise yeah. or the hope, the desire, the longing for it to be as good as it once was, um, and it's and it's not bad. But you're right. I mean, Ed, yeah, we probably would not make a point of watching it every Tuesday night as it happens if it didn't. You know, if it weren't for the podcast.
0: Yeah, we're two episodes behind on Smash, and right now I enjoy that a heck of a lot more than I enjoy Lee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna say. I, I feel emotionally invested, and I, I still hold out hope for something as great as we saw in the beginning.
0: See, the thing is, is even the worst episodes of Glee have at least one moment that's really... No, see, that's the problem. The worst episodes of Glee
2: have one or two moments that are, like, the most amazing of the, season, of the series. Like, it's like, it's like, ah, uh, okay. Okay, Brian Murphy. <laughs> well, I got my hands up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like even like you know the Spanish teacher that we all were very unhappy with this season still had there. There was at least one moment in that episode that was really exciting and fun, and and it has the potential for magic. I mean, even even in its worst moments, in its dumbest episodes, there's still the potential for magic, and occasionally it will grasp it. We we haven't had those you know magical episodes as much as we used to. We're kind of like you know. Album three for the mamas and the papas. Like, we're still being created by geniuses, but they use a lot of drugs and they're, you know, a little distracted here and there. Um, <laughs> we're, we're kind of in that, we're in that part. And, and, you know, we hope in season four or five there's going to be a big awakening where it's going to kind of wake up and be like, okay, we're back. You know, something to kind of inject new blood into the situation. Uh, you know, or it's just going to be kind of a continual, I don't want to say decline, but... The fact is, is I probably didn't enjoy two episodes from the last season, last three seasons of Lost, but I kept watching that show because I loved those characters. I had had such a deep affection for those characters as human beings I I was emotionally invested in their lives and how things were going to turn out for them and there's plenty of great shows on television that I couldn't give a crap about the actual characters in them you know I enjoyed the crap out of the first season of American Horror Story I loved that show but I could not have survived more than a season or two with those characters I didn't care about them the way that I care about Finn and Rachel and Kurt did you did you hear that adam
2: levine's joining the cast
0: yeah that's another podcast uh, so, <laughs> but but I mean, and that's the honest answer. The honest answer is that Glee could go totally into the dirt and become an absolutely unwatchable show. But quite frankly, the last season of Scrubs was an absolute horror show. And I watched every episode of that last season on the off chance that Turk and JD would say something cute and it would remind me of everything that I care about that oh, show. Yeah. we There are shows that you fall in love with the characters to such a degree that you forgive the missteps in plotting Mm -hmm. and moment to moment. And I think what Glee manages to do is that even, even when, you know, we have fallen in love with the characters and that's what keeps me coming back. And every once in a while, at least once an episode, there is a dance number that just screw the plot. That was freaking amazing. And we had a blast watching it. And that's what keeps me coming back. So yeah, I mean, I can honestly say if it weren't for the podcast, I wouldn't watch the show The night it's on, I certainly wouldn't prioritize it the way that I prioritize it. But in a way, I'm glad that the podcast keeps me with it because I do think that I would have missed out on some of the magic. I Mm -hmm. might have watched the show while doing other things. And there are plenty of moments in this show where I would have missed out on that. Yeah. So it's a it's a double-edged sword, you know. I think that uh, that I, I'm I'm happy that I do watch it the way I do because I would miss out on a lot of stuff. Even in in its worst moments, there's yeah. still a magic to it, and that's why I'm still here, Jennifer.
1: I just thought of another favorite character, Coach Beast. I'm like, oh, come on, Beast, like, yes. She... Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you what know, you have to say it. Oh, <laughs> oh, was I saying it wrong? It just sounded different. Um, Yeah, she is another one that has nothing but the best intentions for everybody in her life. And she just, she's so great. I love her.
0: And Coach Beast is a character I've never seen on the thousands of hours of television that I have watched. Mom, I hope you're not listening. I have never seen a character like Coach Beast and that is that sensitive and. And touching and yet tough. You know, mm-hmm. is every she Strong embraces every driven. stereotype of a woman that you would expect who looks like that and who has coaches that job, football, yeah. But is also playing against those stereotypes in yeah. equal measure. And that pretty much seems to be who Dotbury is yeah. as a human being. Which is even better. She's so, pretty yeah, she's I mean,
1: great. She is one of the the true pure characters on the show that has no ulterior motive. You know, she just wants the best for the kids. She wants to be happy and love. And I think that's awesome. But, uh, but Josh, do you have a, a song that you? Uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, the one that. How do you like the tables turned, huh? I know. Like, keep yeah, up it's... with
2: these turning tables. The problem is sick. I'm
0: going to play it and everybody's going to be like, Josh, because they know how much I've railed against. Are you going to play Death it's Chris? Barbara Stacey? No, it? I wouldn't do that. Oh, I would not put you through
1: It's going to be a teenage dream, isn't it? It's firework, going to be
0: firework. firework. Fire, it's oh. going to be firework. Uh, so <laughs> I've talked a thousand times on this podcast about how much I detest Katy Perry and everything she stands for and everything that her image instills in culture and society and in the young girls that look up to her and what a horrible person I think she genuinely is. However... I think this, this is Grammy song nominated. Is That's pure how, uh, <laughs> magic. I However, this isn't so is Millie Vanilli. I think the song <laughs> is pure magic. Here is a firework on the, the light
3: and let it shine. Just of. A-
0: That's my selection. Josh
1: Josh's guilty pleasure. Uh, so
0: somebody tweeted something. Uh, let's see. Oh, where is it? Um, oh, now I can't find it. Someone tweeted something incredibly funny where I was like, when I had said, what should we talk about? And someone was like... Uh, um, uh, Glee, characters on Glee, episodes of Glee, music. Ed will tell us about some songs that he really likes. Josh and Jen will talk about their marriage. Oh my god, I was just thinking of a song I want to tell you about! Oh. <laughs> Get off my head! Panda <laughs> Bears. Exactly. <laughs> the usual. Uh, so, yeah, you know, there's, there's not that much more to say in the episode. Uh, it's been <clears> kind <throat> of a nice 100th episode. I am um, going to go out on the first song someone writes in the chat room. Go. waiting <laughs>
1: <laughs> well maybe uh, you should have said that and then had something else to say in the meantime <laughs> i know I, should,
0: I totally should have had a follow-up on that's that. that's okay I follow up. i'm waiting um well anyway uh yes i i did play Katy perry with my song uh and so that's about it we're almost two new episodes of glee we're, or, or we almost get another episode of Glee very soon, so I'm very excited about that.
1: I know. Get my fingers crossed that Quinn's going to pull through.
0: <clears throat> yes, we're going to find out what happens with Quinn. That's going to be exciting. We're going to have to find out what happens with the wedding. That's going to be exciting. Um, I
1: think we know what happens with the wedding. I'm
0: jazzed about the. I'm jazzed about seeing what's going to go down. We're going to. Maybe we'll see what the bridesmaids got those dresses <laughs> uh, on <laughs> oh, such short you, notice. Did you
1: guys see God. on some online somewhere? Um, the cast of Glee, uh, all the girls, did re duplicated the pose of the bridesmaids movie yes. and um, poster, and that was really cute. With because they're all in their little pink dresses, they're all being all you know badass.
0: It was very cute. It was really cool. We lost Ed. Let's see Still, if we can get Ed back. Okay.
1: Did anybody write a song on yet? Uh,
0: no, they 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 uh, someone already won. But I was going to let Ed, uh, I wanted oh. to prime him so that oh. if he was going to do iTunes reviews, yeah. that he would be ready. But he's gone.
1: Um, okay. Oh,
0: Is we lost back? Ed again. Unable to reach this contact. All right. Well, if we hear, we'll we we'll stall for a second. <laughs> it uh, wouldn't be an
1: episode if we didn't
0: lose Ed. Yeah, exactly. So 100 episodes, Jennifer. Yay. Um, on top of the 250 amazing. episodes we did for <gasps> Idle Review, you and I have done a lot of podcasting.
1: <laughs> Three fifty, baby. There you go. That's pretty amazing. Boom. It doesn't feel—I'm gonna say—it doesn't feel like a hundred, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty great. That and was... I'm more impressed by the the, the listeners who have followed us, you know, along that hundred episode journey. Yeah, the thing. The that's thing pretty to remember, impressive.
0: The thing to remember, listeners, is like you are like eighty percent of the reason we do the show, <laughs> like if not more. It's yeah. really. The fact that the listeners like tune in and now that you listen live and, and you participate you do,
1: and, and yeah, call I mean, us on our crap.
0: Every single email. Well, maybe not that.
1: But Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> g- help us uh, help, help us come up with those answers when we can't think of what they were.
0: Yeah, so much of it is like the involvement of the listeners. There have been many days where I've just said like, gosh, I don't have the energy. Maybe we won't may, you know, maybe we won't do the podcast. Maybe we just will stop doing the podcast. And I think like, but the, the hate mail that we (laughs) Yeah, right. people that actually like love the show or you listen to
1: voicemails and you're like yay
0: yeah exactly you get voicemails from like sarah and caitlin and 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 uh irish mike and it's just like oh you know makes it all makes it all okay and everybody that's in the chat room eldoman3 and P and kalchick83 and happy cookie 18 jenshu 17 leanne w48 very exciting um so ed I think we've come to the end unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about.
2: Um, well, I have a song that, that I like to see on Glee and maybe you'll play it for me.
0: Let's uh, next week. Let's do a, uh, or not next week in two weeks. Let's do an episode of songs. We want to hear on Glee and songs. We never want to hear on Glee. We've never done that before.
2: There's no song that I... Okay, maybe there is. Okay, I, I, I can't think of one off the top
0: of my head, but I'm sure...
1: You've got Someone two had that weeks. in the chat room,
0: and it's a I great think, idea. I
1: think that's a really fun idea.
0: Yeah, so in two weeks, we'll talk about songs we want to hear on Glee and songs we never want to hear on Glee, and we will save yours till then. Cool? Sure. Rocking. Sure. All right, do you have any iTunes reviewers to thank?
2: Oh, hold on one second. Okay. Well, the- I I had, to, I had to, like, swap computers, which I, I knew I should have started with the computer anyways, but... <laughs> I was under the delusion. Oh, my computer is fine. I don't need to use Dita's uh, incorrectus. Uh,
0: I mean, well, she's the... gone
2: anyway, so whatever. What's, what's, what's the difference? Of... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the winner of the closing song was Naylan P20, uh, who had Born This Way, jumped in nice. first before everyone else. Uh, close second was pretty unpretty, I think, from someone. I mean, the catch who actually suggested that one. But, uh, yes. All right. Well, here's uh, as we wait for Ed, here's a bit of "Born This Way."
2: Oh, I have it. Oh, Ed, Are you... go ahead. iTunes reviewers. Oh, okay. Uh, Alex de la Garza, AFB mid. Add Ed to my list. Um, and I think that's it. Thank you for
0: for reviewing this. Awesome. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, you, if you want to weigh in on anything we said tonight, you can email us at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com. You can find the website, which is www.gleefulpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, gleefulpodcast. I'm at Josh Burnell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. And, of course, on Twitter. Or I'm sorry, on Facebook. Just search for gleefulpodcast. And we are there as well. Um, you can buy a t-shirt. Uh, Tiff said she bought A t-shirt Which I think is Totally hilarious Aww. Because I'd She did I already have the email How awesome is that In Tennessee well, thank, thank you very you. much uh, For the Cleveland Podcast for Josh, Jen and Ed I'm Josh
1: I'm Jen
2: Vote for at least Testone if you know What's good for you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good night everyone <laughs> In the
1: religion Of the insecure
3: I must be myself Respect my youth A lover Is not a man Believe but all each I am I love my life, I love this
0: Jennifer would like to say.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you to all of our big old family out there who's been around <laughs> for a hundred episodes. <laughs> can't say that without a seven-night This is actually a really good song to end with. Yes, well. <laughs> Whether
4: life disabilities, let you outmatch, we'll lead our teeth. Rejoice and love yourself today, because baby, you were born this no way.
3: let be entrenched in life. I'm
0: And now, 30 seconds of American Idol with Edward Giordano. Go.
2: 30 seconds, OMG. Come on, child. <laughs> um, uh, like, a lot of people did really good. You have Erica Van Pelt, who really brought it this week. Joshua Ledette always brings it. Skylar Lane, I think, is a is for some reason a dark horse, despite being one of the better vocalists on the show and has a complete sense of who she is. I love Elise Testone to death. I pray to whatever is out there that, that Elise makes it to the final two, but that apparently is fleeting as the week goes by and she remains at the bottom two, bottom three, bottom two situation, so... Um, I think hee Jun Han is significantly overrated. And and I wonder if Jessica Sanchez really knows who she is. Yes, she has a good voice. Yes, she can deliver. But... I I... Like... And I'm sure with the right producers, you could do it. But I I, I just don't see her writing her own material ever.
0: This has been 30 seconds of American Idol with Edo Giordano.